Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. So nice to have you with us this time of day. Of course, this is our time that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area. And with me today is Dino Capistrani, of course, Communications Director with Concordia Lutheran Ministries, Concordia Visiting Nurses. We kind of lump them together since you're here. We just kind of get a twofer out of it, it's, right? It's a good thing. It I really know, is. I know. Dino, we have some fun over here because uh, we haven't had much fun recently. So uh, I laugh because we got some new equipment over here. And look what I can do. Oh, it's better than the trumpets. Uh, 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 the applause I can handle because I, I rarely get that. The, I know. I don't know what all these buttons. We can make a joke. See, we could do that. I feel like I'm on you a got 19, music. I feel like I'm on a 1960s sitcom. I don't have trumpets on here, but I have other buttons that I have fun with. Oh, you're so, frightening me. There you go. Welcome to our new equipment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All righty. Welcome back to the show, of course. And Oh, you know what? I got to do my job, right, to tell you how you can listen if you're listening. So you have this on the radio. You have Alexa-powered devices, your mobile device, and also streaming. It's WISR680.com. Pick programs. Let's talk. That would be for the podcast. We're just going to run through it, and job is done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and nice and nice work. I wonder if you recite that in your sleep. I do. I and bet. I laugh when there's a piece of that I forget. Yeah. I'm like, I say it every day. How can I forget a piece of that? It happens. You know, we have a thing in, our, in long-term care. We call that sometimers. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, welcome, Dino. It's nice to talk to you It's good to, to be today. here. It's yeah. going to be really nice to talk to you as well, too. Absolutely. Now, yeah. I know I, we joke and we have fun, but we're yeah. going to kind of go in a serious direction uh-huh. today with, you know, seasonal depression. And, and we will talk about that included with a pandemic you on bet. top of that. Before we leave, though, I want to ask you about your partnership with BC3. I think there's some exciting news there. So we'll talk about a unique opportunity yeah. that now has come together. Yeah, it's so, very, very exciting. So we'll yeah. talk in detail about that. Yeah. So we'll do that. But let's first get to the, the main portion of what we want to talk about, mm-hmm. because we're talking about seasonal depression today, but you also have the mix of COVID-19 yeah. and all of this. So let me just get your initial thoughts, because, of course, we want to be healthier. We turn that calendar. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. year was even tough to turn the calendar because exactly. we you know, didn't seem like we were in, in the greatest spot yet. And But then when we're talking about seasonal depression, you're talking about sunlight, mm-hmm. being outside, or being, lack thereof. go inside, <laughs> you know, all that kind of good stuff. So give me your initial thoughts on that first. Yeah, great question here and basically you know this winter season brings really an additional uh, complexity to maintaining really a positive mental health and this happens every year because when we take a look at where we are so close to the Great Lakes the cloud cover in western Pennsylvania is there a lot in these winter months and so consequently people get a little bit blue about this but with a global health crisis which has kept us in social isolation for almost a year the increased isolation, if you will, because of COVID and also to the seasonal depression um, has really created um, a huge impact on all of us. And medical ex- experts, Tracy, have warned that those who are prone to seasonal depression or who have been diagnosed maybe with chronic depression may experience worsening symptoms over the next few months. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about some things one can do. And, you know, ironically, I have a sun lamp in my office. I've heard many people do, yeah. And yeah. you know, when when there is consecutive weeks where it's just kind of gloomy outside, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, 
15 minutes in the morning certainly helps. So we'll talk about some of those cool little techniques. Well, now I'm going to ask us. about the sun lamp. Uh, is it something that's right beside you or does it encompass your whole office? No, and it's you're able right to get in front the... of me. Oh, okay. It's almost the size of an iPad. It has two kinds of light, a bright light and a blue light. Oh, okay. And then there's a timer up there up to 15 minutes. So basically when I come to work in the morning on a blue gloomy day okay um as i'm checking my emails in the morning here i'll put it on for 15 minutes now d does it work well you know i'm not nearly as blue <laughs> true, true. I, I was am gonna with say are you cranky on, today but, <laughs> but i guess that's a different emotion huh <laughs> yeah exactly so you know <laughs> there are does, a variety yeah. of techniques right. and whatever people can use and today we'll talk about some of those yeah. things but it's important to keep in mind here too on top of the normal seasonal uh, depression that could occur that seasonal blues we're in a COVID lockdown in a sense. And so the isolation really does get to people and makes it pretty hard. So let me ask you this then, how can family members and caregivers kind of identify depression? I know we're not the experts, do the doctors are the experts, yeah. but how do we identify that? And then once it's identified, what are some of the steps to ensure that our loved ones receive the appropriate yeah, care? The great question here. And really right off the bat, isolation and loneliness, you know, which really can be, pretty bad during the pandemic, but you add on top of that, the winter blues. Also too, sometimes you may notice that, you know, your loved one or your, you know, your mom and dad or whomever really aren't talking on the phone as much. You're not hearing from them. Also too, not sticking to routine routines, uh, uh, simple routines around the house, like cooking, like cleaning, even basic hygiene can be something to look at and to be concerned about here. More increased fatigue, taking more naps. When you call, well, I, was, I slept in until, you know, 1030, which normally a person may get up at eight. So those are the type of things that can help you out. And, and lastly, Tracy, general mood changes or maybe a new increased anxiety. And I think we could all raise our hands mm -hmm. in the last 10, 11 months mm -hmm. in regards to that. However, we're into now the the so to speak gloomier part of our winter and that compounds things and makes it a little bit more challenging so if you note these things this could be something that your loved one might be facing so how do you have that conversation with a loved one i mean does talking to them with with your loved one confirm that they have depressed feelings. I know there's a difference between having clinical depression right. and having depressed feelings exactly. and, and having the blues, but um, how can that lead us into maybe calling the doctor? Yeah, and, that, and that's an important thing because sometimes individuals may not even notice that they're depressed or they may be, you know, they may take an intervention from a family member like you're suggesting, or suggesting if you will, or a friend or somebody to let them know that, you know, wow, these symptoms are happening. Are you okay? Because at times they may not even recognize that they're having these issues or any of these symptoms that we just simply listed off here. So yeah, it's important to just notice these things, but also to ask them, how you doing? Are, you, know, you seem a little blue or you seem kind of quiet. I haven't heard from you in a while. So if you can be that, so to speak, Columbo sleuth detective in a very nice and human relations manner, you might be able to go ahead and dig out exactly if there is a problem. And that conversation can be a tough one because sometimes we don't have the best relationship with family members. So it, it, it might be a tricky conversation to have, but sometimes you can really spot well, exactly. some And yeah. you know what, and that's spot on here. You know, in any discussion that you have with a loved one here, particularly if they're struggling with something and you're a sibling or you're, a, you know, a, 
the main caregiver, uh, that may not go over real well. And particularly when they're in their state, that may not be something they would appreciate. So you've got to be very, very careful uh, in, in doing that here. But, you know, when you take a look at the pandemic that we have here, you know, in these trying times here, um, it's very difficult. Understanding isolation from family and friends, disruption of routines have really triggered a variety of folks who are struggling with things. And so it's important to keep this in mind, ask those questions and go from there. And when you talk about the pandemic, of course, you're representing Concordia Visiting Nurses, Concordia Lutheran Ministries, and and your business has a lot of folks that, that you mm-hmm. help and take care of and exactly. live on, on your campuses. So how has that impacted some of your residents, and, and how have you gone about uh, approaching their needs and yeah, their support? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we have a no-visitation policy still because these folks are at the highest risk, according to the stats that we have been seeing over the last 10 months. So obviously our activities people— uh, who work within our facilities are doing a variety of things to go ahead and pick their spirits up. But even that, when they're so used to seeing a loved one coming to visit or being there every Sunday for dinner or whatever the case is, now that can no longer occur. And of course, sometimes they even are only permitted to go ahead and speak with their loved one in an isolated area where there is a plastic barrier to go ahead and protect each other. So, you know, whether you are living in a Concordia facility or or you're an older adult, uh, more or less shut into your own house, it still has the same impact. For our residents, we're grateful that we have a staff of um, activities people to keep them motivated and keep them going. But uh, it has been challenging for them. And the same thing holds true with the folks that we take care of in their own home through home care and home health care and hospice care because they're isolated, they're not feeling well, and then watching news or all the, the things pertaining to what's gone on for the last 10, 11 months can certainly bring you down. And your nurses, uh, I have I have a feeling I already know your answer, mm-hmm. but yet, you know, it's my job to ask you. So what are your mitigation efforts that your nurses do when they go into a home? Well, you know, we have a whole variety of uh, services to offer here. And one of the greatest things, if you will, is that we have is with spiritual care. And so consequently, if a nurse is going ahead and visiting an individual who's on our service through Concordia Visiting Nurses and notices these type of things that we listed in the beginning of the show, they can go ahead and ask that individual, would you would you like to have a, you know, a, a session, if you will, with one of our spiritual care counselors to go ahead and talk about these things? And if they say yes, then at that point, they're one of our spiritual spiritual care counselors can go and just talk to them. You know, we certainly don't have this program to convert everybody to Lutheranism. That's not the case and that's not their chore, but they are there to help people if they need to be prayed with, if they need to be discussed, or if they need to use the spiritual care counselor to contact their own church, synagogue, or place of worship, they can be that conduit to help out. So it's challenging across the board. Um, We're seeing people still because people are still sick, but our clinicians, if you will, are trained in this. They're armed, if you will, with the proper PPE equipment and sanitizing stuff, but it's a challenge. It is. Dino Capistrani with us with Concordia Visiting Nurses, and we always lump him in with Concordia Lutheran Ministries as well with, of course, the home campus being in Mm -hmm. Cab at many Mm -hmm. other locations around the area and, and of course, out of state as well. But since you came to talk about seasonal depression, let me ask you about some techniques that you would recommend to combat the effects of isolation that stem from seasonal depression. Yeah, exactly. Great question here. You know, one 
one technique is being mindful of ourselves and our surroundings here. You know, first of all, this can be done by simply turning off those electronic devices and focusing on yourself. And what I'm saying is TV Mm -hmm. or chronic Mm -hmm. watching of the news or even reading the news on our smartphones and the whole bit. Sometimes you got to turn that down because in the last 10, 11 months, there's been so much information and it changes. And if you're isolated, you can be actually quite blue about this. Also too, Tracy, taking deep breaths, relaxing your muscles and allowing your mind to just focus on your being and nothing else certainly does help people. So, you know, turn off the television. I saw a meme today on social media and it was of a building and there was a television flying out the window. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the meme talked about, here's a way to go ahead and cure COVID. Uh, just by just yeah, simply isolate. Now that's a meme. And of course, right, you know, it's right. something to be humorous about. But in the context of what are talking, that's pretty helpful uh, for people. Exercising, Trace, I know this is really challenging for many because they're saying, oh my gosh, Dino, you know, you're going to go off that rant on exercising again. However, it does, you know, it creates natural release of hormones and it truly is effective when combating depression and anxiety this doesn't mean you got to go out and run a marathon doesn't mean you have to go into the snow and do a variety of other things you could keep it very simple by maybe just staying um, in your yard or your driveway or walking around the block provided that it's not icy and difficult for you um, if you can get out you can certainly go to the mall or places indoors uh, to exercise but Getting that blood moving and helping you stay active um, is very, very helpful. And as I'm talking to you, I'm sure most of us think of a certain demographic when we're talking about Concordia, but when you're also talking about exercise in the beginning, a year ago, my gosh, I can't believe we're talking about a year ago, but that's what I knew I had to do immediately. I'm I'm not anti-exercise, but I can't say that (laughs) I go home and do it every day. it's hard to get started with it. It is. And so I knew I needed to be on a treadmill or something that was easy, slower, but Mm -hmm. yet still had to do it in order to deal with all of the stress of just everything. Well, you know, it's interesting you're mentioned that yesterday you know it's been cold and you know we're in the winter months here mm-hmm. and you know my wife uh, sold her business she's retired now I you know I look upon her with great envy because she's she's calm. getting to sleep in <laughs> she's, she's calm but yesterday she said she went for a long walk in her neighborhood and mm-hmm. I said how how was that I, were you cold and she goes no actually she says I felt good I you know I was fresh air and I was outside and and so her testimony if you will on that brief little walk is really valid in this situation here if you're feeling blue if you're going through uh, and you struggle with seasonal depression if you will or the blues and then of course the pandemic on top of that exercising certainly can help in a physical as well as a mental way to help you deal with this. And the other thing I wanted to mention before we go forward with setting some goals is to mention that this can happen to any of us. Oh, absolutely. Again, back to the demographic that we automatically think of when we talk to you in, in Concordia, but this can happen to anyone that's younger or, you know, teenagers or 20s, 30s. It doesn't matter. Seasonal depression can really affect. You are spot on, Tracy. This is not a Concordia senior care uh, topic. This really does affect all of us and, you know, and, and affects us in a variety of ways. And And again, when you take a look at the pandemic and just what has gone on in the last 10, 11 months and how many more months we will still have to be dealing with this, it really does have an impact on any age. And so these tips are good for those who you're caring for if they're older adults. But if you yourself are struggling, and again, no matter what age, 
this is perfect to go ahead and help you out. So since we're talking about seasonal depression, give me some of those goals that you would suggest that we could set because setting goals are important. And, and of course, it would have to be within our ability and they have to be reasonable, I would think. Oh, of course. And, you know, and these tips are suggested in that regard here. Now, one of them right off the bat, and I can tell you right now here, if my youngest, who is 27 years old, heard me say this, she would cringe and want to run. But first thing that you should really do is start by making your bed. I know that sounds really silly, but this is the first task of the day. And once complete, really, you're going to feel typically better about yourself because you want to continue other tasks during the day. And, you know, there's a Navy admiral. Who I was wrote, just thinking of him. Exactly, I'm glad you brought him up. I yeah. mean, he, he, he wrote right. a book and then it said the title is make your bed. And so those little things, if you will, not very hard to go ahead and do, but let it get you started and get you moving in the right way. And we all have a tendency, if you will, in the morning, if we're not morning people, I'll do that later mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's sometimes best for you to go ahead and get started and trying to do that. Also do Tracy, it's important to establish realistic routines and still make time throughout the day to enjoy, you know, the activities you like, such as reading, you know, building a puzzle or whatever you choose, even your favorite television show, but also have a routine that you can look forward to. And that would help you out as far as setting goals. And it may be that you're changing or adjusting that routine a little bit. And I say that because we're talking about getting on a treadmill or taking a walk or reading a little bit, getting away from the TV a little bit. I think we've gotten so accustomed to a routine that may be unhealthy yeah. that now we need to adjust again to put in some healthier. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, you know, over the last year here, there were like five news sites I used to read first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I don't do that any longer here because it did get to the point it was, too much too much yeah and, and just yeah. way too much and you know and the other situation in our own family is is that as i mentioned my wife sold her business mm -hmm. um she is retired um and she's got a routine and there are new things that she's drawing now just drawing mm -hmm. she's got a sketch tab and and she's pretty good but she's got her new routine and so therefore throughout throughout the day she's content um she's much more content than i because she's retired <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dino Capistrani, of course, Concordia Visiting Nurses and Concordia Lutheran Ministries. I'm looking at the time, and I, I don't want to run out of time before I ask you about the Butler County Community College yep. partnership. So let me ask you this first, and then we'll get to BC3 mm -hmm. and Concordia partnering up. But uh, one more aspect about seasonal depression. I've talked to experts about this. I know you're very well of it as where, uh, aware of it as well, is that vitamin D can possibly help of you know there's a lot of research out there when it comes to seasonal depression that's it's associated with the sunlight and what we get from the sunlight exactly. when we're indoors we don't get as much vitamin d and, and that whole kind of concept so your thoughts on that well, you know what? Sitting in the light and exposing the body to the warmth of the sun really does help us out. You know, again, I've got these memories that come up on social media. And, you know, for several years, me and friends that we grew up with, you would go to Phoenix to the, you know, the Phoenix Open. Mm -hmm. And then the Super Bowl would be the same weekend. And the sun that we experienced at Phoenix was just fantastic. Well, we don't have that here. But sunlight and vitamin D has a huge impact, you know, to, to be able to go ahead and deal with this. And it does improve mental health. And if you or your loved one live in a place where it's really hard to achieve sunlight, like 
Western Pennsylvania. As I mentioned earlier here, light therapy lamps, lamps have been have been proven, if you will, Tracy, uh, to be beneficial for individuals. And you can find those on Amazon. And I found them. My daughter liked it, and she has one here. So those type of things are helpful, as well as some supplements if you're looking to go ahead and take advantage of that. But we do warn people, please keep in communications with your physician. If you're on certain medications and you take a supplement, it may have an adverse effect. But talk to your doc. Tell your doc that you're struggling and suggest that, well, you know, I'm thinking about maybe taking vitamin D supplements and your doctor will be able to guide you based on what you're dealing with. Yeah, and I echo that. And and I know, again, we always say we're not the uh, medical professionals. I right. was just talking to a holistic specialist that I talk to quite often. Mm-hmm. And, and she was even talking about vitamin D. And if you take way too much, that can be detrimental to your health too. Exactly. So always consult with your physician, just, just like you're saying. You know, yeah. and it's a balance Ask of everything. I mean, too much of something... Mm-hmm. is too much right right i mean too much news gets you blue and down and you know there's there are still positive things that occur that occurred during the season of months or even that of within a pandemic you know my my yard you know we have snowfall and it's really pretty out mm-hmm. in my backyard it's really beautiful i've got four thousand deer prints through my yard <laughs> they're coming <laughs> to my house and the point is is that god's creation is still out there mm-hmm. nothing has changed in that regard so taking some time and get away from the the blues and getting maybe some sunlight or some supplements and seeing the goodness is pretty helpful yeah. to help deal with this. Do you know, I'm going to make a right hand turn because yeah. I promised to talk about this yep. and we only have about nine minutes yep. left with you. So I want to ask you about Concordia and Butler County community college. There's a, uh, an opportunity, exciting opportunity. Yeah. We talked to BC three a lot throughout the, the months and the years. Uh, if anyone's listening, it, it it focuses on the field of nursing and I know they're building a new building and all of that. So what's the partnership? Yeah, this is really great. I mean, this is so exciting here. And you know, if you, if you have kids who went to college or if you're pondering now, the financial aspect of it is just sometimes overwhelming. And of course, sometimes students, have sizable loans. But in this situation here, Concordia and Butler Community College really have partnered to offer a unique opportunity for anyone attending BC3's nursing school, and you can get out of there debt-free. Okay, what? 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 Yeah, well, you know what? That's when on the commercial, you know, you have that screeching noise. You go, what? (laughs) But it's so true, Tracy. And, you know, of course, your boys are gaining an age, if you mm-hmm. will, you know, later teens. And of course, this is coming down the pike. And one of the greatest challenges for families is the debt burden or for the student, the debt burden. Well, in this particular situation, you can graduate as an RN through BC3's nursing program. And if you come and spend some time with Concordia, you have no debt. Okay, so, so explain how this is going to work. Well, exactly. First of all, this is open to current and future Concordia employees. And one does not have to be currently employed to take advantage of this rare opportunity. First of all, right off the bat, you need to apply and earn acceptance in the BC3 nursing program. That's your first start. So of course, if you're considering a career in nursing and you want to be a registered nurse, apply to that school. Great school, by the way. And there's new facilities being built, as you'd mentioned. But apply. And once you're accepted, Then apply for Concordia's BC3 tuition assistance program by visiting www.concordialm.org. Two years when you graduate, you can begin your new career as a registered nurse with Concordia debt-free. And can you imagine that? No 
student loan, no costs. It's great. Do you know what happens after graduation from that program? And I'll ask it this way. There are many programs out there, many schools out there that will say, you know, come in, but then you'd have to work for X, Y, and Z business for five years, you know, 10 years, whatever it is. Does a nurse continue to work with Concordia for an X amount of years, or do they just continue to work as long as they would like? Well, you know, yes and yes. Uh, there is an obligation, obviously. We certainly would love you to have people to come and work for us here. And of course, we're in great admiration of BC3's nursing program. And that's what we do yes, is nursing care. So it's important for us to go ahead and do this. And of course, there is an obligation to go ahead and be employed by Concordia. But but as an employee of Concordia, I honestly have to say, what a fabulous organization to work for. I mean, it really, really is. So if you're a young person looking at a career in nursing, and again, the baby boomers are huge populations mm -hmm. that need to be taken care of, nursing can be a great career for you. And you can get out with a two-year degree as your RN, uh, work at Concordia, and have no debt and I think schooling. It's, it's a fantastic path, not only the no debt, but if you already live in the area and you already know you have a job after you graduate, <laughs> I mean, that's a win-win situation right Well, it there. certainly is. And you know, a lot of times too, if you are going to school, let's say you're a full-time student, but you're going ahead and maybe logging in some hours per month at Concordia, Concordia may even pay for your books. And so you're, the potential mm -hmm. of not having any expense involved in this is vitally important. One thing that's really important, you need to graduate. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and you need, you need to go to do the work. Put, but it's a great program. You can find out more information about this by taking a look at www.concordialm.org. We have search engines on our website here and just simply put in the BC3 nursing program or the BC3 tuition assistance program. It's a great partnership. We have many folks who are already um, enrolled in the program. They started off as being aides and now they want to become registered nurses. And by the time they're done, they have no debt. That's a good point too, that you make, you could be in a whole different position at Concordia. Exactly. And maybe this is what you've wanted to do, but just didn't have the financial means to do it. And look at that path that you're, you're creating. Exactly. And we have several people who have done that. We have people who've worked just as clerical within medical records. We have people who have been aides. Uh, there's so many opportunities in that regard here. If you come to the Concordia, to Concordia and you're employed as a certified nursing aide, um, you can go ahead and become a registered nurse without any debt. I love it. That's fantastic. Again, ConcordiaLM.org. All right, Dana, looking at the time, I'm going to bring you back into the space that we wanted to talk about and focus on, which was seasonal depression. So before I let you go, as I always do, asking you your final thoughts that you want to leave with us today, talking about seasonal depression and, and what we can do. Yeah, I think the heightened awareness of seasonal depression on top of a pandemic really has pushed more people into a concern of being blue during these winter months. And so we ask you to go ahead and take a look at this show's content on our educational website, which is www.elderpagespittsburgh.com. If you look in the bottom for our e-newsletter, this show, the contents of this information is there. So if you want to print it out or if you want to send it to somebody or you want to be aware to speak with a loved one, there's your resource to help you out. Again, contact information if we just want to contact Concordia or if we're deciding that we want Concordia visiting nurses. Again, two arms of the same company, but exactly. do they have different phone numbers? How do we work through Yeah, I think that? the best bet is to go ahead and call our main receptionist, which is 724-352-1571. And even if you're somebody who's inquiring about the BC3 tuition assistance program, the receptionists and all those folks are trained to go ahead and just transfer you to the person you need to talk to. 
to to go ahead and start this program. Right. Well, Dino, thank you very much for coming in and talking about this. It is something that I don't think we talk about enough. Not enough. Generally speaking, so mm-hmm. I think it was a great topic that that you, you know you you wanted to focus on today. So I appreciate that. And because it's such a serious uh, topic, and we're trying to get people to uh, to turn a corner, if you mm-hmm. will, and smile. <laughs> there you go. New toys I wel- for drinks. I know. New to- I welcomed you in this way. I'm going to boot you out the door this way. Oh, this there is you a go. charge. This is fun. <laughs> so if you want to smile, here we are. All right. Dino Capistrani, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, As Tracy. always. Sure thing. And folks, thank you very much for joining us in this segment of Let's Talk. Of course, you can get this on our website at WISR680.com. You pick programs let's talk and then oh no yeah programs let's talk and then concordia i got it all right all right there we go thank you very much our job is done here have a great day and thanks so much for visiting and joining us with wisr 680 a.m the information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of wisr the butler county radio network or its staff and employees